Now, I don't know if you're calculating this, but that leaves 8% for real legitimate worries. 8%. Which means that 92% of what we're worrying about is complete nonsense. And that nonsense, by the way, not only keeps us from being at our best, oh no, it keeps us from actually living. That's Isabel Mercier, and this is The Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to change your relationship with depression. I'm your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Monday. As always, hope you had an amazing weekend. And we're going to jump right into this week's clips. And our topic of this week is all about emotions. And I know during this time of year, around the holidays, it's looked at as times of happiness because you're with family and you're with friends. But that's not entirely the case for all of us. Some of us may feel extreme anxiety around the holidays because of those particular family members or friends that we haven't seen in a long time. And now that day is is going to finally arrive. So I thought that it would be a good week to bring in some speakers that actually spoke about how to keep our emotions in check during these times that you may not feel so great about going to family functions or seeing some friends that you haven't seen in a long time for whatever reason. So again, I dedicated this week to shed some light on some things that we can do to keep our cool. So without further ado, here's Isabel Mercier. Enjoy. And as a result of that over the years, I became completely obsessed with what causes worry versus peace of mind. And I noticed a very interesting pattern. A pattern that helped me uncover the culprit that leads to most of what we worry about and that robs us of our peace of mind. And it goes like this. What you tolerate, you worry about. What you tolerate, you worry about. What I'm saying is, What you are tolerating right now, you are worrying about. Meaning, when you say yes, and you really want to say no, you know those moments where all you want to do is say no, or should say no, is what you tolerate, and what you tolerate will always, sooner or later, drive you to worry. Now, would it surprise you to know that 95% of North Americans either go to bed or wake up worrying about something every single day? We, ladies and gentlemen, are a bunch of professional worryaholics. In fact, we worry so much nowadays that the phrase, I'm thinking about this, has now culturally been replaced by, I'm worrying about this. Yet, 40% of what we worry about will never happen. It will never happen. That, my friends, is like putting a 40% down payment on a house you'll never own. 
How ridiculous would that be, right? Putting a 40% down payment on a house you'll never see, smell, experience, or own. Yet, when it comes to worry, we do it every day. 30% of what we worry about, get this, <laughs> has already happened. <laughs> has anyone ever accidentally hit reply all <laughs> on a massive rant email that was meant for Bob's eyes only? <laughs> Need I say more? 12% of what we worry about are needless worries about our health. For example, you get a headache for three days in a row, and boom, you are worried about a brain tumor. Oh, and if you have the brilliance of uh, consulting with Dr. Google, now you go from having a brain tumor to having six months left to live, right? 10% of what we worry about are petty, miscellaneous worries, like what to cook for dinner, or what shoes to wear for a TED Talk, for example. <laughs> Now, I don't know if you're calculating this, but that leaves 8% for real legitimate worries. 8%. Which means that 92% of what we're worrying about is complete nonsense. And that nonsense, by the way, not only keeps us from being at our best, oh no, it keeps us from actually living. So what if, what if we took all this energy that we use to worry about this crazy 92%, and what if we repurposed it? What if we repurposed it to do something good, something positive? How about this? Something tangible might be nice. Well, as a very proud, recovering worryholic myself, and a strong believer that we're all on a journey to increase what I call our units of happiness, right? Our peace of mind. I created a simple formula to help me basically repurpose this crazy 92% and quickly snap me out of the rabbit hole of worry that I find myself in on a regular basis. And if I'm to be transparent with you today, absolutely every day, including this very moment. And I call this my hero formula. H is for hush. First, you've got to hush the noise and hush the chatter upstairs in the drawer so that you can reconnect with what you truly want. What do you wholeheartedly believe in? What are your non-negotiables? What are you willing or not willing to do to get from here to there? Yes, I want you to come for a visit. No, you cannot stay 30 days. <laughs> yes, I will donate $50 to your school fundraiser, but no, in no way, shape, or form will I bake 250 cookies. Believe me, you wouldn't want them. <laughs> yes, I want to work with you, but no, you cannot take 90 days to pay me. I am not a bank. Because what you tolerate you worry about. E is for evaluate. Evaluate what and who you are tolerating in your life. Are you tolerating a jam-packed schedule every day? How 
about high maintenance clients, right? How many of those are slowly but surely dimming your light? How many of you, and this will require a little honesty on your part, how many of you, show of hands, have one special, ever so special, family member? <laughs> oh, and if your hand is not up, here's a hint. It, it might be you. <laughs> so basically, what and who is causing you more gray hair than it's worth? And what difficult conversation do you need to have because what you tolerate, you worry about? R is for ritualize. Ritualize the habits that have the potential to bring your best self, right? Bring your best you to life. Elizabeth Gilbert, Ariana Huffington, Richard Branson, Michael Jordan. What do they all have in common? Well, apart, of course, from being game changers and trailblazers like we know them to be, they all have a few simple daily rituals to be and stay at their best. Not working past three o'clock in the afternoon, for example. Wouldn't that be nice? Sleeping eight hours a night. Now, there's a concept this girl here has no idea about because I'm about halfway there on that one. Having daily inspiration time, which I call me time. Just ask my partner how intolerable I am without my morning yoga. Now, keep in mind, that not all rituals have a positive impact. Oh no, that would be way too easy, wasn't it? How many of you have one of these bad boys and look at emails within one hour of waking up? Bad news for you. This little habit alone is proven to reduce your performance by 27%. Don't think that's much? Add that to the crazy 92% of useless worry, and you might just have yourself a recipe for disaster. Successful people know that their performance is a direct result of their daily habits and of their daily rituals. They truly do know what they need to be and stay at their best. So I'm curious, what's your winning ritual? Is it an early morning walk before the kids get up? Is it a hot bath at the end of every day to melt all that stress away. Good idea for me today. Or is it as simple as watching an inspirational TED Talk before going to work? What do you need to do on a regular basis to feel happy, healthy, and fulfilled instead of being worried? And most importantly, what the heck are you tolerating that is keeping you from doing it? Because what you tolerate, you worry about. Hush, evaluate, ritualize, and finally, my absolute favorite, own. See, it's not enough to know it. You got to own it. Own what you stand for. Own your non-negotiables. Own the fact that you are responsible for what you choose to worry about and that as of today, right now, you will no longer tolerate the things, the people, and the habits that are causing you to worry. Peace of mind is a choice. It's a choice that requires a lot of commitment, I'll grant you that. 
It's also a choice that requires a whole lot of guts and courage. Why? Because it's not easy to say no to someone we love. Of course it's not. But it's freeing. Nope, it is not easy to go to the gym day in and day out after long, hard days at work. It's not. But it's energizing. And it is certainly not easy to treat ourselves as importantly as we treat everyone else. But it is massively rewarding. So, the next time you worry about something, first, remember that you've got a 92% chance that what you're worrying about is a total waste of time and energy. Second, apply the hero formula. Hush, evaluate, ritualize, and own. And ask yourself, what am I tolerating? Who am I putting up with? And if all hell breaks loose, and you can't remember the hero formula, which probably will happen, right? Here is my backup plan for you. I want you to set yourself a date with worry. Oh, yeah. Set a, set, set a date with it. A friend of mine has a time slot on Fridays reserved exclusively to worry. <laughs> and I actually think it's absolutely brilliant. As she goes through the week, right, and as worry hits her in the face, left, right, and center, here's what she says. Pause. Would you be part of the 92%? Probably. I will schedule you in. I will schedule you in, and I will worry about you on Friday between 10 and 10.30. And as ridiculous as this might sound, when Friday comes, how many worries are left in her worry slot, you think? Most of the time, none. If you are worrying and tolerating something or someone right now in your life, will you choose to worry? Or will you choose to embrace the hero in you? Big thanks to Isabel for stopping by and sharing her hero formula with us. You can connect with her by visiting her website, leapzonestrategies.com and you can follow her on Instagram at leapzone period strategies. All right, if you like this clip, there'll be a link to the entire talk as well as all the links to connect with Isabel in the show description. And when you get a chance, please follow the show on Spotify podcast, share it or subscribe on your favorite podcast player app. And I will see you back here Wednesday where we'll have a Harvard psychologist making her debut on the show to continue with this week's topic. So until then, stay strong. Later.